0: this is gonna be a giggly episode
1: (laughs) we we don't have the after dinner zoomies no not at all
0: our blood sugar isn't high i'm gonna
2: go run up and down the stairs right now
0: (laughs) welcome back to another episode of dice to pixels we're doing things a little bit different tonight uh it is currently oh my god don't interrupt me sarah too
1: late already did it
0: all right, I'm take
1: out of here.
0: that. Uh so we're doing things a bit different. It is currently 7:20 p.m. And this episode will be going live at 12 o'clock tomorrow morning. Whoa. Noon o'clock. For the first time, we are going to film, edit, and upload tonight. Yeah, yeah. less than tomorrow.
1: 24 hours.
0: Uh, significantly less, yeah. Less than 20 hours for that matter. Whoa. Whoa. We're, we're calling this the self-park model uh so uh, i've got my sleeping bag under the table <laughs> yeah. that's right so we wanted to do this uh so that we can bring a little bit more topical news to we can talk a little bit more about topical stuff uh last week we legitimately went we we filmed the podcast episode like what was it four hours after the one dnd announcement and yeah. we, we're all kind of kicking ourselves in the ass afterwards thinking like ah. Oh, If only we had known we would have done it. And so from not from now on, but in general, I think we're going to move to a more uh, fast paced, uh, get them out quick so that we can talk about uh, more topical stuff. Yeah. So with that said, uh, we're going to talk some tonight. One of the topics we're going to talk about tonight is what we would have talked about last week, which is one D&D. Exactly. Mm. Yes. One
2: D&D announced uh, (laughs) last week, was it not? last week beginning of last week we're uh, one what? week, week ago. ago one week ago Today. announced uh during the called the next generation of the next evolution of D&D
0: yeah and there are two uh separate parts uh there's been a lot of uh confusion between the two one D&D is the new uh permanent edition of D&D so the the way that they explain it is that one D&D will be just D and D. There won't be a sixth edition or a seventh edition or whatever. Mm-hmm. It is going to be D and D. And then separately, there is also the digital side of that, which is the virtual tabletop. Is the biggest part of it, which I think people are probably the most opinionated about from yeah. what I've seen. Yeah. And we're going to talk about both, but uh, we want to keep those concepts separate because uh, one D and D is like a rule set. And mm-hmm. then the virtual tabletop is like a whole different thing. So Although we're going to talk about There There is
1: a third piece to it as well.
0: A third piece.
1: That it's not, I, I don't think it's been talked about quite as much. Like, I think it, I personally find it kind of really good and interesting. The, when you buy physical books, you get a digital version as well. The bundles. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I actually kind of took that for granted, but that yeah. is actually a big deal for a lot of people. Yep. So. Yeah.
1: Especially with it being in D&D Beyond then, you have all of your your stuff, rain right in D and D Beyond to create uh, your characters and campaigns, and
0: and I mean, uh, I think a small thing is, if I'm not mistaken, I believe you can also pre-order uh, the the physical books through D and D Beyond as of that soon. Yeah, that wouldn't um, surprise
1: me in the least. Which it would is make sense.
0: Interesting. I do wonder with that whether they will offer a limited run of special covers, or if those will remain mm-hmm. game store only, because that mm-hmm. was historically a game store only thing yeah. you could only get it at your local shop shop local all that stuff yeah it'll be interesting to see now that they're pushing people a little bit more towards the digital side of things whether they uh compromise on that
1: yeah, yeah. I, I hope they stick with it i yeah. think i think it's great to have it for local stores only yeah it'll just depend on what corporate greed is like
2: it entices people to get out more often you
0: know and support your local Support your local gaming store, wherever that may be, in your city, town, whatever. Well, Um, if there's one thing we can say about the company that uh, owns and created Magic the Gathering, it's that uh, greed is not part of their corporate culture. They've never experienced greed.
2: Anyway,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might have been a lie.
2: You're always, you're, we're always going to have people. Um, I mean, I personally like physical copies of the books. Having the digital edition in front of us is convenient as opposed to having to carry a whole stack of books to a game or whatever as opposed to just having it on all on your laptop readily available or to your you, phone for or that your phone matter. for yeah. that matter yeah Yeah. so i mean the, the i the options are still going to be there you're just getting the best of both worlds now
0: yeah i mean anyone who like i i, I respect anyone who wants to you know game uh non-digital with D&D. like mm-hmm. if if that's your jam great <laughs> more power to you but uh i would seriously question anyone who's like no, PDF copies of the books are bad. Like, that's just <laughs> stupid.
1: You're gonna yeah. get people like that anyway you because, will. yeah, but there's the... well, there's, it falls into the argument of physical
0: like, novels versus... Get off my lawn. Yep. Yep. Change 19, yep. Two, I've had some physical media. That's right. You're right. Look, people I... just
1: have the things they enjoy. Let
0: me have my laser discs. Yeah, I want my 8-track. <laughs> So, um, so 1D&D, the new rule set. Yes. Uh, looks to me, we, we were talking a little bit about this earlier and it looks to me like a lot of it is geared around, uh, trying to remove some of the more questionable DMing from the game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You see a lot of stuff in there about, (laughs) um... Yeah, things as simple as like build your own background that that is now going to be an official piece of content 99 percent of players would already want to do that and i think most dms were already fine with it mm-hmm. but having it officially codified means two things one it's easy to keep consistent and two if you've got that gm who's a bit of a prick about the rules it's now in the rules yeah. yeah, well, I mean, it's sort of in the rules. It yeah. will be in the rules. Yes. So mm-hmm.
1: um another thing I kinda like when it's talking about the different races too. Um they they well, I at this point they haven't explicitly put anything in for like half orcs or half elf at all, but they've um acknowledged, you know, different humanoids making babies. And uh, they have allowed for that, too, where basically, like, you choose the race option of whichever one you want. And, yeah.
0: Which falls into the same category. Like, as a DM, I would never have told... Like, if somebody came to me and said, I'd like to use the half-elf traits as a half-whatever dwarf or something. Yeah. I would never have been like, oh, no, you can't possibly do that. But I do know people that, as a DM, would have Mm -hmm. said no. Mm -hmm. And I think... To me, a lot of this, uh, new rule set looks to be things where it's codifying stuff that everybody who played the game as a game was already doing is just making it official yeah, or unofficially official.
1: Yes. Mm. It also kind of feels like this is a lot of stuff that you would see in places like RPG drive through that independent people have been put together and thought through as well. Yeah.
0: Simplifying things and, uh, and just making it uh just bringing some of the the more common house rules mm-hmm. into official content mm-hmm. which is always a good idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh inspiration is interesting. They made inspiration uh more uh mechanical, I yeah. guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's slightly less there's more places where you definitely get it like if you if you roll a 20 you get it as opposed to the DM just awarding it sometimes. Yeah, and you can't bank them either. You're only you only get one. If you have one. Yeah, well, that yeah. was always the
2: case, for yeah. the record. That was
0: always the official
2: rule. I know, but Did- I tend to rule 20s like they're going out of style. Yeah, I know you
0: do.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> was it a thing that you lost it after long rest? I don't ever recall that being a thing.
0: Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. I don't think so. From from my recollection, inspiration was something that the GM gave you and lasted until you used it.
1: Yeah, yeah. so at this point, they they're taking it that you lose it at the end of a long rest
0: yeah i'm betting that will be one of the most heavily host ruled things is that you don't but yeah hard i think
1: i think they're probably trying to do that because they're giving humans now um one inspiration per day and you lose it with your long rest if you haven't used it defeats
0: the purpose if you don't yeah yeah Yeah. so So. um yeah i i don't have strong opinions one way or the other i think inspiration is cool i think making it mechanical is great um I'll still award it mm-hmm. because why wouldn't you? Yep. Mm-hmm. But uh, just basically, it'll get used more often. Yep. yep. That's not a bad thing.
2: Yep. No. Yep. Yep. They've
1: helped out small races now, too, that they don't have to move only 25 feet. They're up to 30 feet now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, we talked about that a little <laughs> yeah. bit uh, earlier as well. Just the like, Whoever first decided that uh, races should move five feet different from each other uh, should have just been fired for that design decision. <laughs> like like that is the dumbest design decision ever, uh, partly because, first of all, five feet probably isn't even close to accurate. It would mm-hmm. probably be like 10 or 15 feet less. Yeah. And second of all, that's just an inconvenience for everybody, yeah. for for the DM, for the player, for the party. That's just stupid. Yeah. So I'm yeah. glad they got rid of that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually, it's it's good that I, uh, making it uh, like all streamlined for everybody. It just.
1: It's easier. It than, makes way more sense. Yeah. Then you, you know? don't have to try and keep track of how many feet each person can move unless they have those bonuses. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's just it. Yeah. Like, move. I mean, movement speed is other than encumbrance, I would say movement speed is probably the most ignored stat in the game mm-hmm. uh except when you're in like actual tile-based combat but yeah. like in theory your party is literally 100 of the time waiting for the gnome to catch up yep. it's like nobody actually, actually does no that. that's dumb. uh that's stupid <laughs> yes. and and in combat it was just uh 99 of the time it made absolutely no difference and then five percent of it were one or five or whatever percent of the time Uh, it meant that your character had all of the spell slots and everything else that they needed, but couldn't quite get to where they needed. And it cost a party wipe. Yeah. (laughs) Which is a stupid reason to wipe, right? Yep. Um, even in the context of a fantasy game, that's a stupid reason to wipe. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I think that's the right choice. And I also noticed that they were rewriting, they appear to be rewriting, uh, the way that they are, uh, doing conditions.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: we they tell. are. They're being more explicit about like things like inactive is is a better way of writing the fact that you lose actions. Mm-hmm. I can't count the number of times that somebody has said like, oh, well, it says you can't take actions, but you can still do reactions or you can still do bonus actions or you can still as like actually no, that is mm-hmm. covered in the player's handbook. Yeah. But
1: also, action also is still in that word.
0: Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you want to get to the nitty gritty. But
0: also like, yeah, just write it like word that better and they did Yeah, they have now so
1: like with the limited limited what limited motion yeah yeah it says now you must must spend one extra foot of movement for every foot you move during your speed
0: yes worded very strangely yes but it is uh definitely for the sake of rules that are based around movement speed because your movement speed isn't changing when you're in difficult for train for instance uh, your movement speed is not changing. It's mm-hmm. just taking more of that movement speed to move. Yeah. Uh, in this case, they did that with slow, which is actually mildly interesting because slowed is the one condition where it actually would make sense to literally shrink your movement speed. Mm-hmm. In almost every other circumstance, spending more movement is the mechanic that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. So it is interesting that they used that for slowed, but the wording is... More specific, but more cumbersome. Yes. So like most people will just be like, it has your movement speed and that's fine for 99% of the time. But every once in a while, there'll be that tweak of the rules that this wording is better for. So.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
1: Put that guy or girl or person in their place.
0: That's right. Yeah. You tell yeah. them if, <sighs> if somebody tries, you just slam that sucker down and say, that's not what they meant. Mm. And then go online to Twitter Uh, that sounded so old the way i said that (laughs) go online to the twitter get on the intertubes and go to the twitter uh turn on your aol online And uh, add jeremy crawford and say thank you (laughs) yes i don't know if he's the one who wrote that new uh he probably is
1: yeah i think it's i think most of this was written by jeremy crawford yeah it says by jeremy crawford with christopher perkins and Ray Winner, Aww, Christopher Winner, Winnegar, Winnegar. I like Winiger. Mr. Perkins.
2: Uh, one yeah. of the things I'm curious about here, because uh, I honestly don't know, but interrupting a long rest. Is that, that's yeah, always been a thing? I was reading is that. That. New?
0: That, is, that has always been a thing. Actually, there's a whole bunch of rules around long rests that uh, people just ignore. Now, I admit, I actually don't know exactly what it says. Uh, on if, a, if a long
2: rest is interrupted by combat or by one hour of walking, casting spells or similar activity the rest confers no benefit and must be restarted. However, yeah. if the rest was at least one hour long before the interruption, you still get the, the creature rest. gains the benefits yeah. of a short rest. Yeah. That's
0: not new. That's normal. No. Uh, that's always been the case. Uh, most DMS, uh, a lot of DMS, uh, hand wave around that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I, I actually think the one hour of movement, uh, one hour of walking, I think that specifically might be new, okay. but in general, interrupting a long rest has always been a thing. Um, the difference that I saw with the uh, with the rest mechanic, or sorry, I, I I didn't see, and I don't know if they've changed this or not. Ah, uh, normally sleeping like long resting in armor, yep, also potentially conveys exhaustion. I didn't see anything about exhaustion. No, there's in
1: there. there's nothing in here. At this I point.
0: assume that means they're not. They yeah. either haven't gotten to that, or they just aren't changing those mechanics. Yeah, um, but that was the one thing with long resting that I didn't I didn't see anything about exhaustion.
1: I feel like a lot of people skip around that anyway to begin with because oh, like, almost everybody does. Yeah, yeah. Because like thinking back in all the games I played, I'm like, oh, whenever we're interrupted, I still am wearing all my armor. So it's when it's
0: I- only heavy armor that does oh, it. Okay. Um, so in reality. As a as a heavy armor wearing, you're actually supposed to bring two sets of armor. You're supposed Mm -hmm. to bring like your your under armor, so to speak, Mm -hmm. not sponsored (laughs) Uh, and uh, and your actual heavy armor. Now, in reality, the reason a lot of people there are two reasons people don't follow that rule. One, it's a little dumb. Yeah, Uh, it's not. It it simultaneously makes perfect sense. And and it's a little dumb because it's just bookkeepy. Uh, and then the other reason for it is actual, like, heavy armor, you will be wearing a leather, essentially leather armor under your yeah. plate armor already. So you would take the plate off, but you would still probably, if you were out in the battlefield, I imagine you'd keep your leathers on. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, Certainly, if you were expecting an ambush in the middle of the night, I think you would. So it's a little weird that way. Uh, But technically speaking, yeah, if you're a heavy armor wearer, uh, you should be rolling for exhaustion.
1: See, I don't see how to me, like just thinking about it. From a real life standpoint, I don't know that it actually would happen because if you're tired as hell and you're not bothering to take off your armor, you're gonna sleep no matter what. Uh, you won't well, be comfortable. It's enemies. important to
0: keep in mind what the first level of exhaustion is, which uh, I think is just like disadvantage on stuff. Mm, I don't Stealth. even think it's just decks. Yeah, decks. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say the first round of exhaustion isn't actually that bad.
1: Okay, yeah, that um, actually does. Make so it's sense like, then. yeah, you
0: get rest, but you don't, you you don't get full rest. Yeah, um, you're
1: kind of stiff in the morning
0: type. Yeah, thing.
1: yeah, that makes now, sense.
0: Now the the weird thing about exhaustion mechanics in D anD D is that there's no sort of like automatic recovery. Like mm-hmm. getting to the first level of exhaustion, I I live my life at the first level of exhaustion, <laughs> but it I don't degrade to the next level every night like yeah. it's just like it's it's harder to get to level two exhaustion so to speak than it is to get to level one and that was never really handled well in yeah. D. so maybe they'll
1: maybe, maybe they'll maybe they'll tweak with that.
0: that yep Because, like, what is it? Level five or six of exhaustion is death. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, that's (laughs) going from, like, I'm a little tired and not great at, like, rolling decks versus, like, I'm dead. uh, You will not get to I'm dead by sleeping in heavy armor. It won't happen. (laughs) So. um, So, anyways, I think that's the highlights of the rule changes. Honestly, there's nothing too major. I think it's just. uh, Sorry, go ahead. The critical hits. Oh, yeah. The rolling. Yeah. yeah. Uh, only player-based now.
2: That yeah. is
0: That was one of the one major ones that made me think that this is partly geared towards uh, stifling the worst of the DMs. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Plus, when you get that 20, you get an inspiration. Yes. So, Chad will constantly have an inspiration.
2: Every turn. See, now the next campaign, I'm going to roll nothing but ones. Good. So, actually, Good. I hope it's sixes.
0: evil campaign (laughs) um yeah no well that's and to to what i was saying about being mechanical Uh, like i i like that i think that's good i think that doing it for players only is a great thing um it's uh the dm should not be like celebrating critting the players Mm. unless it's good for the story and if it's good for the story do it anyways yeah yeah (laughs) uh hell yeah so yeah like there's too many dms that are that they treat even like even combat it's it's not actually the dm versus the players right it's the players versus the world Mm -hmm. so like too many dms like get excited when they're oh i scored a crit against the players it's like cool is that actually a good thing or did you just make their game less fun yeah um, so I think moving to players only is the right choice. Yep. I think that's great. Yep. Um, yeah. With that, I think we can probably talk about the, vir- the, the, the controversial tabletop. thing,
1: Yes. Yeah. which
0: is a false controversy. If I've ever heard one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's like uh, yeah. So first of all, do you want to, does one of you want to give the, the lowdown on, on what people are pissed about? Or do you want me to do that? I mean, you, you might as well just fire away, dude. People are pissed about everything well obviously yeah. <laughs> yeah uh the number of people who i've seen uh talking about it taking away from the the like mind space of the game and the creativity of the game and everything else this idea that like you won't be able to do cool things you won't be able to role play like back flipping off of a table because it's not represented on screen and and that kind of thing like that seems to be one of the major uh complaints. And those people are just idiots. Yeah, like just straight up idiots. It's Like you can't do that with minis either. No. And people do it with minis all the damn time. Like, yeah. So just don't be dumb.
1: You've jumped into this, <laughs> but not explained what it is that we're talking. Virtual about. tabletop. That's yeah, a good point. Yeah. I never did yeah. Explain. So one of the the third pieces that they've talked about releasing with all of this is a virtual their own virtual tabletop now.
0: Yeah. We'll uh, we'll actually put a little bit of footage because I think the footage is safe to use. Uh, I, I'll I'll throw it up in a corner um it's a really beautiful uh 3d rendered top-down uh world and isometric views as well yeah 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 well yeah that's what i meant i think it has actually just isometric i'm not even sure it does top down it's still like early alpha so who knows but um really gorgeous and they actually they used a tilt shift lens which for photographers they'll know exactly what that means but basically it's a way of it's a you can buy tilt shift lenses in real life that made so you can take like uh, aerial photography of a city and it makes it look miniature mm-hmm. just because of the way that it does blur that's what a tilt shift oh, is actually called that's it, cool. the 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 lens actually one element of the lens actually like tilts compared to the other one oh.
2: and it causes
0: some pieces of the lens of the image to be out of focus and the center of it to be in focus so you get this cool plane oh. that's in focus and then two planes that are out of focus i
1: always wondered how they've managed that little it, the, the yeah. lens
0: literally articulates mm-hmm. now obviously this is all software but um <clears throat> that mechanism that that tilt shift uh lens mechanism that they're using makes it look miniature. It really does add to the immersion. It's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Um I know that's one thing that they specifically mentioned in the announcement and it is a great idea. It looks awesome. Yeah. Um but uh but to people who are who are complaining about this kind of stuff, it's like if if you can't imagine something that's not on the screen in front of you, don't for the love of god play an RPG because yeah. it's not for you. Yeah. No. Like minis have not <sighs> At no point did miniatures ruin the D&D game, right? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> uh, and, and this is just digital miniatures. It's no yeah. different.
1: Yeah. It, it, it's They're not going to stop making miniatures. People well, are going to always want miniatures, so it's not like they're in, they're exchanging their production of miniatures for yeah. their the virtual tabletop.
0: It's and always going to be there. Even if someday in the future miniatures do go away, like, cool. So that still doesn't mean you can't be creative. Yeah. Yeah. For the
1: number of people that have nothing on their tables to begin with, other than their imaginations, like...
0: And also go get a 3D printer. Yeah, (laughs) that too. They're a hundred bucks these
2: days. (laughs) And for the most part, uh, I mean, I've only ever used miniatures. And again, I haven't been playing that long, but I've only used miniatures like twice. Yeah. And both times I didn't have any control over what I was doing. So to the argument of, oh, well, I can't do a backflip off a table... I'm um, like i'm not gonna hover over a, a right. miniature set and grab my mini and then have it do a backflip and then land and stuff like that it's, it's just, yeah
0: yeah, yeah you know know I mean? like, like, I, i'm not trying to call anybody <clears throat> specific out but one of the things i heard what heard somebody saying was uh essentially akin to like you know you can't smash through a window or like uh swing from the rafters or something it's like when was the last time you broke out like a rafter miniature Mm -hmm. and like held it above and then like lassoed it with a little rope and like, yeah, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. 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 (laughs) Like that doesn't exist now. Why would this affect that? (laughs) And the,
2: like with the VTT, I, I find I'm intrigued by this. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing it because honestly, I could care less about miniatures for the most part, whenever we played, whenever I have played d d the whole combat perspective has been theater in of your, mind, theater yeah. of mind, your imagination and letting the DM kind of play out and set the scene so that you kind of picture it in your own eyes. Right. Yeah. That's how I've always pictured it. Now, this virtual tabletop, especially with what we've talked about, it sounds really intriguing and it could be a nice little thing for your home or
0: table or whatever. right? Yeah. Well, I think there's a I think there's a few elements to the VTT that that excite me um, and and I'm gonna go through them in order and you guys interrupt whenever you wanna because otherwise I'm just gonna talk for the next five minutes. Um, okay, <laughs> number one is uh, you get to create your miniature. You don't have to mold mm-hmm. a miniature. you don't have to uh, you know uh, paint it or anything else. You get to digitally create it, which is way easier. And so much cleaner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so much cleaner. That's right. And harder to forget. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, so like, I think that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea that you can unlock more creativity, like getting, I can vouch and and I know you can vouch and both of you can vouch and probably everyone watching can vouch that finding your specific class as a tiefling oh, in the plastic Reaper miniatures or whatever at your local game store or whatever is a uh, Goddamn nightmare!
1: Oh, it is the worst. Like my one <laughs> character I played, Gran, who was a tiefling rogue, but she was yeah. elderly. I ended up, luckily, finding a pre-paint, like a it was. I think it was a, a pre-made. It was supposed to be an NPC enemy. Right. And I found it for like $7 online, but there literally was only like two that I was able to find across the entirety of the internet.
0: Yeah, like it's it's fine if you're into kit smashing and everything else and that's your jam. Great, awesome. Go for it, do it. Mm-hmm. Have your little pedestal miniature that you created and, and you keep forever as a keepsake. That's great. That is perfectly valuable for you and it's a great thing to do. But for most people... That is an inconvenience that Mm -hmm. they would rather not have part of their game. Mm -hmm. And as a DM, I don't want to have, if my player goes to the effort of painting their mini, I don't want to then feel that I have to go to the effort of painting 500 miniatures to do all the combats. I'd way rather pull them up in VTT and, and rock on. Yeah. So, um, this is a good thing for people who want it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and so what we're going to do is we're going to, this won't be out until Q3 of next year, but we are going to put a table, uh TV in the table and, and we're going to, we're going to use it when it comes out because I think it's, it's great. Yeah. And the way that I do mm-hmm. maps, um, to address, cause cost was one of the things that I heard people complaining about as well. The idea that like, well, a TV is expensive and blah, blah, blah. And that's true. Can be true.
1: But if you have a television or a computer screen in your home already, you just projected onto there
0: yeah well I, and yeah. and i think uh, so to be clear i think the complaint was mostly around um getting the same sort of environment of like laying it on ah. the table mm-hmm. getting a tv to do that was expensive and and that's that's
1: true. yep
0: however i will point out that i have just over there off screen uh two tvs 4k tvs that i bought for 250 dollars new by the way not not used and we're going to use one of those, and we're going to put it in the center of the TV. And now center that is of the, those of the table. Sorry, center of the table. That's what I said. You said center of the TV. Center of the TV. <laughs> well, it's going to be a TV, so it'll be true. <laughs> uh, so, so we're gonna we're gonna do that, uh, and then we'll have that. And um, so, admittedly, those were really good deal TVs, but i as i was saying to you guys earlier i bought chess x mats uh because the way that i do maps and the way that i will do vtt stuff as well i create a map for like a forest encounter a dungeon encounter a cave encounter a boat encounter a city encounter and i just have all of these ready to go so that if the players get into a fight in the middle of a city i pull out the city unroll there's your combat those Chessex mats aren't cheap, and I would say I spend at least two to three hundred dollars on those mats to to have a like a library of of maps. So in reality, for my specific case, at least the VTT stuff is actually going to be cheaper than yeah. the, than the mats and the minis. Because once you add minis into that, like oh my oh my god, yeah. come on! Well,
1: minis are not cheap, and then if they're not pre-painted, then it's your time for painting, and you're buying the paint. And if
0: they are pre-painted, they're like, like forty well, bucks a piece. Yeah,
1: and then. <laughs> And another thing to take into consideration with those is is storage. Like Chad and I.
0: 100%.
1: We don't live in a a large home. Our friends who play D&D also, they live in apartments. Where do you store all of this stuff when you
0: have a smaller home? In your basement recording studio.
1: Obviously. (laughs) Obviously. So, yeah, I think. There's
0: currently a tenant in that one. (laughs) That's
1: right. Yes. But like having having a, a a digital option for that it's fantastic like yeah.
0: a thousand percent yeah. yeah anyone who's complaining about vtt on on the basis that it's going to destroy creativity i i don't even know how to respond to that other than to say like you are so far wrong that it's it's barely worth the response it seems like the type of argument
1: that people had about um, TV, when TVs came out, about rotting people's minds, and yeah. then, but you know what people they said still the, did
2: anyway. Well, yeah, <laughs> but
1: before that, even people when books became widely published and readily available after World War II as pop- pop- pocket books, yeah, people said the exact same thing. Then
0: you'll never talk to another human, and it's exactly. gonna hundred yeah, percent, yeah, yeah, and, and we never have. Oh, wait, yes, we have now. <laughs> look, the Twitter. That does rot your mind. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. On, on the intertubes. I think my only
2: concern with this would be, this just seems really, really, really rife for microtransactions. That mm-hmm. is exactly mm-hmm. what I was going to get to that is my only. Yeah. That is my only worry about this. So yeah. my only hope is that if a lot of the assets for this virtual tabletop are tied to campaign books, both pre-existing or... So if you already own it, you should have access to minis maps
0: terrains, yeah. whatever uh, virtually and in fairness i mm-hmm. assume that's the way that works but yeah. going back to my previous comment fortunately this being a wizards of the coast product we know that from the company that created magic the gathering they have no concept of like recurring costs or or any sort of like microtransactions or any of that sort of mm-hmm. thing so and their digital properties especially have there's no money that changes hands with Magic Online, for instance. No, so not at all. So we don't have that to worry.
1: No, <laughs> I think though what you were saying with the the digital, um, like having maps and tokens and stuff, that is already available through Roll Twenty.
0: Yeah, yeah
1: cuz they have all their campaign now, books.
0: Oh, in fairness, uh yo, yes, they yes, have the official their, stuff. Yes, yes they yeah. have
1: their official stuff on roll 20 cuz I have I have uh witchlight <clears throat> on there and I have all the tokens through there. Yeah. Yeah. So, it'll be interesting how their VTT will compare to something like Roll20 or Foundry VTT, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I think the the question that will answer, uh, that will that we'll really answer your question as well as as my sort of big question is what the customization looks like. Mm-hmm. Because one of the things that would stop me from using it would be that it's very hard to create custom maps. Yeah, If it's easy to create custom maps, I'm 100% sold. Mm-hmm. If all I can do is pull up Curse of Strahd maps, I don't care. It's worthless. It's literally worthless yeah. to me. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. In if, in the same way, if it's easy to customize minis, great. If it's hard, maybe not the end of the world, but annoying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if it's easy to customize stuff, there will be free versions. Like other people will create free versions of stuff. Yeah. So they won't be able to charge that much for it. No, yeah. so.
1: no. It might become a little marketplace like other yeah. things are. So.
2: In any event, though, it's going to be interesting to see how one D and D comes around, it's going to be uh, it's going to be very interesting.
0: I'm very so so to me, it strikes me that the creative side has has beaten the corporate greed a little bit with this, yeah. because the fact that they're moving into this world where there isn't multiple editions like they could have easily said hey this is sixth edition and we're going to reprint all of your favorite modules for 6e well, and, they, and, they, and they didn't
1: yeah and there was speculation that it was going to be sixth edition so Very i much think so. i think a lot of people were myself included were surprised when it's like oh we're just
0: and everything's backwards yeah, compatible yeah and
1: altering yeah, everything a little they bit.
0: they could have done this greedily and they didn't, Yes. which means one of two things. They're either trying to buy some goodwill so that they can microtransaction you to death. <laughs> yes. Or the creative side has won out over corporate greed. Mm-hmm. And they're just counting on people being enthusiastic about D&D and also licensing. Like yeah. there is no shortage of licensing fees that uh, Watsy gets from D&D products. Like yep. every time Critical Role or Rick and Morty or acquisitions or anything like that creates a new DD book you know a huge chunk of that money goes to Mm watsi and the easier and more approachable they make for both to play and to create the more of those license fees they'll get i'm hoping that that's sort of where they're going with this but time will tell indeed it will so uh getting away from that
2: Uh, yeah i think we should past week uh gamescom 2022 had a nice little showcase of a bunch of games in development coming soon and some also surprise announcements uh i'll briefly talk about one specifically sony decided that they're finally going to make a pro controller a first-party pro controller called the edge for
0: the playstation 5
1: that only took them a billion years
0: that took them forever. Is the premium version called the Edge Lord? I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. No, this is this is long overdue. This <laughs> is
2: <laughs> Sorry. so enthusiastic. It's Sorry, it's so, continue. it's so long overdue. This uh, like Xbox has done elite controllers since uh, the end of the 360 era. Yeah, um, and then the only other way to get a pro controller for a PlayStation product was via third party, and half the time those products were poor
0: yes so mm-hmm. do we
2: know what the pro controller is uh yeah they showed imagery of it uh we'll put a link in the description it looks like you're basically your slick ps5 dual sense controller they have back button attachments you can uh remove the thumbsticks to make them
0: oh it's just more customizable
2: yeah yeah, oh, yeah. okay all right i got you it's, yeah I so got you. the back button thing that's my jam i love having the extra buttons on the back so then i yeah. don't have to take my thumbs off the tr- off the uh thumbsticks. for sure Um, But yeah, that's that was a surprise announcement that really caught me off guard. Um, So I'm quite pleased with that. There was also uh, quite a few game announcements. Yeah. Um, So it looks like uh, Bioshock 4 possibly. Maybe. Possibly. Uh, I didn't
0: see too much about that.
1: Uh, I honestly just was pulling that off an article the day that it was being released. So I
0: are we spreading fake news right now? Possibly. We might be. Oh, we might be. I hope we are. Well, honestly. there's gonna
1: be. There's. They've announced new tales from of Borderlands. Ah, uh, yeah. It yeah. looks like. Yeah.
0: Uh, it looks like there is a new Bioshock, Shock. but it's not necessarily Bioshock. 4. Ah, yeah. okay. Hogwarts
1: uh, Legacy, I guess, was be, shown off. I'll Which be was playing delayed. Bioshock
0: Four. I just, haven't finished any of just them. Just for the right... I haven't oh, I either, but I'm still going to be playing Bioshock 4. Okay. I don't know. Those games are... That's, that's like a midnight with the lights out game for me. Well, the first two at least. But I, I assume 4 will be similar. Yeah. Bioshock
2: no. it was great. So, I mean, if, if a lot of the developers that created the earlier Bioshock games are involved in the project, I'll play the hell out of it.
0: Yeah. I just... I... I uh, they're sort of jump scary and uh, and Mm -hmm. i dig the occasional jump scare jump scare game
1: yeah there's Uh, going to be a dune survival
0: mmo oh for fuck's sake
1: (laughs) if you are interested unlike
0: adrian no it's not that i'm sure i i'm i'm not even saying it'll be a bad game it's just like does everything have to have a goddamn mmo yeah yeah i know Oh, okay. Well, if it does, then that's fine. Clearly.
1: Um, But yeah, you can sign up for the beta on DuneGames.com.
0: Yeah. And in uh, Q4 of 2023, you can look forward to Dr. Pepper, the MMO. Whoa. No, I'll check it out. I mean, Dune's a good franchise for it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It's just every fucking thing has an MMO these days.
2: One thing that doesn't have an MMO is this uh, quirky little game called Moonbreaker. Uh, It's a turn-based strategy tabletop tactics game. Um, And the look and feel of the, the look, the look of the graphics, everything is like a little playing piece. So back when we were talking about miniatures, these look like legit little miniatures that you play into this virtual strategy game. And uh, some of the universe was also uh, co-created by uh, Brandon Sanderson. So Mm -hmm. that's... uh, and it, uh, it comes out worms. pretty soon. It's uh, yeah. September 29th. Yeah. yeah. So we'll uh, we'll put a link to the Steam page down there.
1: Yes, I'm looking forward to that one. Uh,
2: another one that I was drawn my eye is called Phantom Hellcat.
0: Actually, just uh, just before we move on from that, okay. I just uh, quickly brought up the Steam page. Uh, there is a play test that you can request access to for oh. Moonbreaker right oh. now. I don't know what the rules or details are, but if you are super interested, there you might get access. Yeah. Go ahead, awesome. Uh, yeah, this
2: uh, one called Phantom Hellcat. Uh, it's it was announced as well during Gamescom. Uh, looks like uh, like an, an action platformer, hack and slash, and along the lines of uh, Devil May Cry or um, uh, Bayonetta. And it looks really like something up my alley. That quick, fast paced combat style, really crazy imagery, and it's this is one I'm going to definitely have my eye on. Uh, there's no announce, There's no release date yet. But uh, I already have it on my wish list for steam. So I'm going to keep my eyes peeled for that one for sure. How do you peel your eyes? (laughs) Well, I tend to get the, uh, the, I just, you know, kind of pop my, my, don't, 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 don't,
0: don't. Don't, don't. Yeah. If you can peel your eyes, send photos. Oh, don't, don't. Please, (laughs) no,
1: no. There was a, Uh, there
2: was a couple more games that. Only had like cinematic trailers, so I'm not gonna.
0: Uh, we'll just drop a
2: link yeah, we'll, to yeah. the
0: Gamescom yeah. stuff and you can check them all yeah. out. So, uh, the other thing is it's not over yet, it's still yep. going yes. on, so there's probably some new stuff to watch. Even as of tomorrow, when this is released, it will still be going on. Yep. So, uh, feel free to check it out and follow along. Yeah, definitely. Uh, go,
2: Cliffy, you're on Steam, they have a, an entire Gamescom section that'll link you to a lot of these trailers and stuff like that so yes definitely yeah. check yeah. it all
0: out and uh there's a bunch of uh sales going on right now we're gonna talk about those a little bit later mm-hmm. uh they sort of all sort of coincide mm-hmm. yeah.
2: and also uh for your destiny fans out there the season of plunder has started on
0: tuesday yeah Now you said you were not interested um well i've, which, I've been kind of just to be clear I see Space Pirates and I'm like, holy shit, maybe I should play Destiny. Yeah. This guy who's been telling me about how awesome Destiny 2 is for forever is like, oh, no, I'm not interested. Well,
2: see, uh, there's certain <laughs> things about Destiny that, I, that I, and again, I've said it over and over again. The gameplay is great. I, I, I will take that gameplay over any other first person shooter on the market. Yeah. I'm not a fan of how they're doing the whole seasonal content thing. Yes, I remember I have, this. Yeah. I have never liked it. I still don't like it when you have a game that's released and you can only play a part of the story, you know, one, one little chapter at a time for each week that annoys me.
0: Yeah. So it's probably <laughs> worth uh, talking. Cause I actually don't know exactly how they do it. I, I kind of got it from context, but my understanding with the way that they're doing seasonal content is uh, the new, expansion releases but it only unlocks every the story over time yeah there's the story that sounds like bullshit yeah 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 like set story sequences for the actual
2: season itself are weekly and they culminate usually near the end of the season with the big finale yay um
0: (laughs) yeah part of me is like oh that's super creative and cool and then the actual gamer in me is like fuck that
2: yeah um they also mm. they've also gone in the way of a lot of other MMO uh f- games like Fortnite and stuff and they have season passes. Yeah. So there's things that you unlock as you gain levels and they're cosmetic or mats or whatever. So that's there. There's a there's a seasonal themed uh armor that you get which is pirate themed. Um, oh no, I'm sold. No, no, yeah. forget everything. So, I'm sold. Um <laughs> they've adjusted their subclasses to more Uh, make them more customizable for the players. So this season, the final subclass, the arc subclass has finally gotten that treatment. Um, I will probably end up playing it at some point right now. I haven't. So I'm not, I'll reserve my judgment till then. Um, And they've also got a cross promotion going on right now with Fortnite and Fall Guys. Oh, God, (laughs) yeah. Which was just another reason why I was kind of less
0: interested in this season. (laughs) My, my, My opinion of Destiny 2 has been like Space Pirates and then like, Chad talking about season passes and all that stuff, all that stuff. And then it's like pirate costume. And then collab with Fortnite is like, I don't know, it's yeah. through the floor. <laughs> and I guess that's pretty,
1: just, and yeah. if that means it fell hard. Yeah. This is, this a is concrete, concrete yeah. floor.
2: <laughs> and I guess one of the big things that they're touting for this season is yet another raid that's making a comeback from Destiny 1, King's Fall. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of it. I never liked the uh, final encounter of the raid i felt it was rather lame i'm not going to get into the details but people liked it so it's back and it's actually live today i believe was the first chance you get a crack at uh getting her done so i mean if my friends in forever gaming got it done congratulations if you didn't
0: what the hell man yeah get your shit together
1: (laughs) communication
0: yeah (laughs) Cool. Also,
1: I, one thing I saw in uh, some of the articles I was browsing about this um, that I know you, Chad, would probably like too, was that um, next year with their their update, I guess, or with the the next expansion or whatever, they're adding looking for group for stuff. And I remember there was a time when uh, when the f the forever gaming guys weren't around as much and. Uh, you are struggling to find groups to do raids and stuff with to get some of the stuff that they've always wanted. had
2: in LFG, but it's, uh, yeah,
1: it, I think if they're announcing it this way, maybe it's they're doing more it robust in game. You, uh,
0: you heard it here. Dating apps coming to destiny next year.
1: Oh, there we A go. partnership
0: between destiny and Tinder. Find your next catfish. <laughs> Plenty of destiny. While <laughs> murdering people. There you go.
1: Aliens. <laughs> aliens. Are
0: aliens not people? Be well before aliens are people too. Yeah. So. I, no, I was like, well, okay, I guess that's technically
1: like if you go with people not being being not just exclusively human, then you
0: yeah. yeah, no, I I'm gonna I want like maybe I'll print up one of these that uh that says aliens are people too. There you go. <laughs> uh yeah yeah, cool destiny so you've completely taken the window to my sales i no longer am interested in playing it thank you chad not a problem i was actually half serious because i did not have time to play destiny (laughs) 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 it's hard for new it's hard for new people to get into that oh i just don't have time for an mmo no i get it i feel like well yeah since we started doing the wow stuff like i yeah i'm tapped (laughs) yeah um also
2: too the new saints row game just came out woo yeah uh you've been playing it and you hate it uh no i don't hate it you hate the ending uh n- well no i haven't gotten <laughs> to the end of it yet um it was i'm, I'm a little confused because it was touted as a, a reboot of the franchise but it doesn't seem like a reboot at all it just seems like another saints row game a lot of usually well, when is, is usually, that a bad thing uh no because saints row is fun and uh this one's this one's definitely fun so far i've been enjoying it uh it has its bugs as any whole, you know, you know,
1: yeah, but they have annoying bugs in this one. That Very he annoying catches bugs. big big time. Um,
2: but uh, it's it's got the, it's Saints Row. It's the Saints Row charm. I think the thing that disappointed me though is when I think of a reboot of a franchise, I, I'll look at Resident Evil Two for the PlayStation, and then when they re when they redid it, and it was a completely different game, a completely different experience. When they were saying they were that's what they were doing with Saints Row. The second I started it up, and I seen the exact same kind of font and iconic, like the same font style, the same menu system. So you were looking for a reboot. Yeah, yeah. Got and it. and when
1: he says font style, he means the in-game, not like the title font style. Yeah, it means like, like the actual in-game, in-game menu font.
2: fonts and stuff like that are exactly the same as every other Saints Row game that's ever came out. So if you're doing a reboot. Of a franchise wouldn't you kind of want to well but did they say
0: it was a reboot or did they yeah. say it was a remake it's a reboot it's a reboot oh. because it's
1: not it's not a remake of any of the games
0: so they're liars yeah. fair enough
1: it's still it's fun. a soft reboot yeah, i it's, think
2: it's it's still fun i mean i'm enjoying it so far um but yeah i'm it's...
1: disappointed that there's no dildo bat this time around
0: i'm disappointed that there isn't a dildo bat in this room that sounds like a great weapon <laughs> <laughs> i i don't know what it is well i can guess what it is yeah it's You'd one be of kind of is what it says on the tin yes. i imagine yeah <laughs> that's uh that's
2: pretty great i want one i mean you can get a baseball bat in this one you can get one in the
0: other ones too and it's got nails in the end of it
1: yeah that's a thing in there too
0: well there you go fuck you <laughs> all right so <laughs> i'm turning this podcast around <laughs> uh cool so saints row uh chad is grumpy about all games and hates I'm everything not grumpy likes nothing about it. i'm enjoying it it's fun
2: <laughs> so By actually way,
0: adrian yeah i'm grumpy about everything too are you would you feel like developing a city i literally was about to get to that yeah Oh, really yeah did you not see me oh you're not in the document we have a google doc we, that have, we have a document open. yeah <laughs> yeah we are we're real high tech here uh, so, uh, Pocket City is a new game that we literally just found out about this afternoon. Yeah. And, uh, looks super cool. I will probably put an image, up right about here. And, uh, it's SimCity. Like, it honestly looks like more or less retro, not super old SimCity, but like, uh, sort of early 2000s SimCity maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, almost looks iPhone, iPad-esque graphics, but maybe a bit more cutesy like intentionally cute not not like just cute because it has to be uh and it looks like a legitimately simple city building game and i'm excited about it and the benefit is that it's works on windows and mac and is 496 or something it's like five bucks like five dollars 465 there you go and that's canadian so like us if you've got a quarter you're set yeah you're good uh i'm gonna be playing it i picked it up i literally bought it this afternoon i'm gonna be playing it chad got it too we're gonna check it out uh we'll we'll post some updates on discord whether we like it or not uh i'll probably log some hours in it tomorrow and yeah i'm always looking for a new sim game and this uh came around at the right time it literally released yesterday or, yeah. no, or no, no, 22nd, 22nd, earlier this week, yeah. Um, and
2: uh, so I'm excited, yep, yeah, by uh Code Brew Games Incorporated, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's it, when you showed us this uh, initially this afternoon, it's literally like if you took SimCity from this, the SNES, and just yeah. gave it that three, that nice little isometric view,
0: yeah, exactly.
2: It, it looks fantastic.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so, the the screenshots show like a volcano for natural. De- it, it honestly yeah. looks like an older Sim City game before they kind of got carried away. Uh, and that seems right up my alley. So yeah. we're going to check it out. I think it's going to be fun. And I love that it's Windows and Mac because I have both. So yes. that's yeah. always a win. Yes. And five bucks is also a win. Oh, huge, <laughs> huge. So
2: yeah, yeah, this will be fun to play. I'm I'm keenly uh, keenly interested. We were talking about maybe doing something with this.
0: We're gonna check it out, and if we like mm-hmm. it, uh, we'll do. I don't know. I'll do at least like a video, like a a YouTube video of it. Maybe stream. I've actually been kind of getting into. So I watch uh, anf- ambiguous amphibian. Uh, who's a YouTuber who does game challenges primarily? Ah. So I was talking about doing sea ice rim world uh, that I had started a few days ago. yep, that's that was where I found out about it from was ambiguous amphibian. Nice. Uh, great voice, uh, really cool uh, content and just does ridiculous challenges, like starting the Sims underground.
2: Uh, so you like,
0: you like max depth, your entire starting area in the Sims and then try and like build back. You start with nothing and you try and build out before you die of old age. Oh God, just stupid challenges. Yeah. So I, and I think, uh, pocket city, uh, I don't know if we ever actually said the name, but pocket city. Yeah. you do. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. I think that's what I would do is probably like figure out a ridiculous challenge to do in the game. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. It would be cool so by the way since this will be coming out tomorrow morning uh if you have ideas for what you would like to see me try uh drop them in discord yeah Yeah. or comment on the video i I look at both
2: yep yep and uh if you like what you see hey subscribe tell your friends tell tell your friends tell four friends to tell their friends to tell their aunts and uncles and possibly their grandparents
0: is that additive or or is this just we want them to like go and get other people Spread the word. Ah, uh, that's probably all you needed to say. Spread the word. <laughs> uh okay. yeah. Super cool. I'm mm-hmm. I'm actually looking forward to it. I think uh I think starting a new game with a weird challenge should yeah. be fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I've also actually been playing tiny Tiny Tactics, which is a tower yes. defense game, I was showing you guys earlier. Yeah, it's super uh, cute. Looking. We'll link it. It's it's new as well. It's yeah. not quite as new, but it's new. Has a very Clash of Clans kind of art art style. Art style, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, just a cool little tower defense. I mean, tower defense has been done a million different ways, a million yeah. different times. So I don't think anything's groundbreaking, but yeah. uh, I'm enjoying it. Yep, it's yeah, fun. Yep. it looks it looked really cool. Yeah, it's actually a lot harder than some of the, the tower defenses that I've played. Um, <laughs> because it's all about you actually adjust. And this isn't unique to it, by the way, but there's no set path that you place towers. Mm-hmm. You place towers to adjust the path. And uh, yeah uh different mechanics they kind of put all of my favorite kind of mechanics of a tower uh tower defense game into one which i'm loving Eight it plus. i just loved it how I, it was funny
2: because you oh you, you were saying it's it's not super easy and yet oh, you literally I was blew out of- through <laughs> a level not even paying attention <laughs> to it this afternoon and you just literally blew through a level and at about the sixth wave adrian was saying Oh, I'm probably going to die here. And then we
0: looked up again. He's at like level 15. He's like, oh, God. Yeah, I, I'm sitting here half paying attention, just clicking random towers, basically. And uh, not totally random, but uh, I just got lucky with my picks, I think. And sure enough, smoked the level. Rocked it. Uh, but no, it's cool. If, you, if you're into tower defense, uh, I definitely recommend checking out. I don't remember what it cost, but it was also reasonably priced. I think it was like 15 bucks yeah, or something. something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, You want me to look it up?
0: No, no. No, no. no. Uh, I was actually wondering if you wanted to talk about either of these two other things.
1: Oh. uh, Killer clowns from outer space. (laughs) 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 I just enjoy it because it was a crappy old movie too.
0: I I don't think we need to say anything more about it. No. I, I just
1: love that... Someone decided it deserved a game. Yeah. No. Uh,
0: if, you, if you're if you the type of person who will buy a game based solely on the title and premise, which I am, check it out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I like itch.io. This is,
0: this is a web game. Yes. It's yeah. a little
1: web game. I like itch.io. I like cruising around, seeing what's there every once in a while. Found a game called Complete Lawn Care. It's a little web game. You just play it in your browser. You're cutting lawns
0: and you said it was like stick figure art
1: yeah well yeah it's kind of like a stick figure guy pushing around a a little lawnmower it's it's really simple graphics and i'm uh, loading it
0: up right now yeah it's yeah uh you check your
1: emails you get assignments oh this has
0: like super retro feel to it oh yeah yeah i'm I'm on board with this yes god damn it sarah this is the second time we filmed where you've like completely ruined my night (laughs) <laughs> I'm not it, sorry. Last time it was the Dyson Swarm, the idle Dyson Swarm, <laughs> which then you never played and you got I me. I've been on.
1: playing it, just not as much.
0: Line, yeah. I asked her line. how many how many times she had reset the like restarted the game. She's like, Oh, I haven't yet. I I'm haven't a, yet. I haven't I'm on to like that twenty-five. <laughs> uh that looks cool. Look, complete long care. Sure. I'm actually gonna check that out yeah. uh, myself. So
1: So if you like indie games and you've never heard of itch.io, it is the place to check out.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. I haven't uh, spent much time on it. I'm going to have to start uh, looking at it more often. Some
1: of the games are also on um, Steam. So it's not like they're super duper indie. Like there are some super duper indie stuff. But um, yeah, it's got a little bit of everything. Like you can get assets to build your own games. A little
0: lower barrier for entry than full on Steam listing. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. And you can get a lot of bundles. They have what they call jams where it's like they're given... Almost like a um, like a prompt or something that a writer would get. For yeah, something, and then yeah, they, yeah. they have like a certain amount of time to build a game.
0: I I think I'm gonna get back into game dev uh, briefly because uh, Dyson Swarm, Idle, Dyson Swarm. Um, I really like idle games, mm-hmm. and uh, this there's enough things that I would change about this game that uh, I was thinking about. I I want to make an idle game that you start as a single celled organism. <gasps> think Spore, but as an idle game. So you start as a single-celled organism and you have to compete up to like multi-cell and then like uh actual uh sentient and then spacefaring, conquer the galaxy, and then you restart into a new universe, but you can like bring forward genetic genetic memory or something, uh. or like seed slightly different universal constants to allow you to like further the the next round. I've been thinking about it a lot this week and I think I'm gonna to have to make it.
1: Uh I will happily play test. Yeah, that.
0: you're gonna be a beta tester. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I like I legitimately think I'm gonna start writing it next week. So yeah. So if sorry, i sorry, I guess. No, actually I'm really excited about it. Uh if uh if I do indeed make any progress on it in the near future, I will update people in Discord. Yeah. Cool. That'll be and cool. And probably on the podcast as well. Really? Yeah. yeah. I think, given that we still have to edit and release this tonight, well, upload it tonight. I yeah. think we should probably cut it there. Cool. So, thank you so much, everyone, for watching. Sarah, take us out.
1: Thank you for <laughs> watching us. We love you. Click subscribe. There it is. Don't click the button that does the dingy dingy thing. The bell. Don't <laughs> no, do no. that. No,
0: they're allowed to click the bell. We decided. I decided. No. Oh, okay. You're not allowed no, to click the bell.
1: Not today. Hang on. I have a. I have the bell. Where's the bell? We don't have a bell.
0: No, I have a little bell. Here it is. Don't forget to join the Discord. Yeah, join the Discord. He
1: was join. He was just talking to me. That's that's not a bell. It's
0: it's not a bell. But (laughs) ring the bell.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I guess you can ring the bell. Join the Discord. That's about it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, tell three
0: friends or four or your grandparents, whatever Chad said. I don't know what the fuck he was saying. Yeah, your nephews, cousins, best friends, former roommate and yeah. uh we'll see you next yeah week.
1: also tell us uh oh. what you're excited about from gamescom what yes. you think of one D and uh if you get pocket city let us know let us know what you think of it
0: let me know what you want me to do let yes. me know what challenge you want me because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do actually want to try I, I would love to do a community driven challenge yeah yeah so. and
1: anything you know of on itch or any of those little weird indie games let God. me know
0: those Damn it, don't, because then she'll tell me and then I'll have more games to play. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm going to beat Saints Row. All right, (laughs) we'll see you later. Thanks
1: for coming.